What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Chilliwack podcast episode. And today's guest is... Megan. Megan from... The Local Space. Yes. Brand new store in downtown Chilliwack. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for doing this. Uh, Megan uh, had a specific request that she would only do this if there was alcohol involved. I didn't say only. (laughs) I I offered offered it. So today we're going to drink... I would normally serve you, but this is the weird pandemic times. Uh, We're drinking White Claw Classic Lime, which to me is a... uh, lockdown drink i didn't really discover white claw until the lockdown i guess that's true this summer i discovered it yeah yeah it's a good break from beer it's a lot lighter it's better for you there's not as much calories there isn't we'll just go with that (laughs) it's still alcohol but it's not everyone thinks it's like a vodka drink it's not it's a like hard seltzer like a malt so anyway i just learned that right now did you yeah did you think it was a vodka drink yeah well, so it's just like what coolers are in America because they can't, most they, of them are like. They can't do like a vodka mix yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. totally. I think it, this is from Michigan or something. Anyways, cheers. Oh, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink anyway. <laughs> so Megan from the uh, local space. Yes. You're from Chilliwack originally. Yes, I grew up in Bridal Falls. What was that like growing up in Bridal Falls? Because even now it's small. Yeah, I moved the day after I graduated. <laughs> like, I wanted to get out. Yeah? Yeah, it was quiet. Very quiet. Uh, yeah. And everyone kind of knew each other. Yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. So is it called Bridal Falls or is it called Popcom or it's is Popcom called, different? No, it's Popcom. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Fun. And now that's the sign that everyone like jokes about in Langley. They're Pop-com. like, who would live in Popcom? I was like, well, I grew up there. Yeah. Just, you got to go past Anus Road. Yeah, they make, they send me photos of that. I was like, yes, I am aware of the name of the road. Yeah. We have some of the worst uh, highway exits in uh, <laughs> all of the province. So. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You got to go through Lickman and uh, past Anus. And, yeah. Were you, uh, do you remember Dino Town? I sure do. Do you remember Flintstone Park? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. So do you do you remember like going and... I remember going to Flintstones when I was little. My little sister's like seven years younger than me. And then by the time she was little, it was Dino Town. Which I thought was a joke. Stick yeah. with the Flintstones. Well, I think it was illegal. It was a <laughs> trademark issue. Oh, the same sort of thing as like Castle Fun Park? Yeah. Because it used to be called Wonderland, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, oh, yeah, I guess we can't call that the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. That's business. too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember like the cars that you could like drive in and you like just like Fred Flintstone and. Yeah. It was fun. It was. It was a great time. It was like walking distance from my house. Really? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. It was. So you get out of Dodge mm-hmm. and go to Vancouver? I went straight. Yeah. I lived in Kits for a little bit. Oh, wow. You just went all I out. I went all out. My first roommate um, I found on Craigslist and was exactly what you would expect to find on Craigslist. She was an escort. So then I had to move again like a month later. So that was my first experience of living in Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the, I guess that's the way to go. <laughs> I guess so. Just throw yourself in there. You always hear these horror stories about like living in the big city and like I jumped right in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what uh, what did you go to Vancouver for? Were you just working there or were you going to school? Or? I went to Langara for journalism because okay. when I lived out here, I had my own column in the Chilliwack Times. Really? So I thought I was going to be Who was the editor writer. at the time? 
some dude. You don't remember? I had some guy. Okay, because I'm friends with and golf with a number of people that used to work for the Chilliwack Times. Oh. So Ken Goodsward was, uh, he was there. Darren McDonald, Paul Henderson, they were all part of the Chilliwack Paul Henderson, I feel like, was like a photographer or something at the time. Reporter. Yeah. I feel like that first name kind of... I recognize it. Yeah. I don't really remember. So what was your column that you were It was writing? called the CSS Report. So I just had a weekly, and we talked about stuff that was going on at Chilliwack Secondary. Exciting. Yeah. had a, Did a few columns on drugs. I don't know. <laughs> like, looking back at it, I was like, why did I write about that? Did People, they pay you for it, or were you just doing it? No, it was just like work experience. Yeah? Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And then well, if, if you wanted to go into journalism. Yeah, then. and then I did. And then when I got there, I realized you have to, like, fight for your stuff to get published and you're only going to get paid if something gets published and I like expensive things so like that went out the window yeah (laughs) if there's anything I've learned from my journalism friends is that it's like it's it's going the way of the dinosaur yeah it's a dying uh dying industry so I switched to marketing yes yeah so you, did you do that at Langar College? Did like you switch from journalism to marketing? or No, I switched at SFU and did a lot of online courses. Nice. And then I dropped out. Okay. So I, where did you drop out? What year? I was in my almost third year. I dropped out. Okay. Because you can't get student loans when you own an apartment. Okay. And it Because was, you have equity. In yeah. The- and it was cheaper to own a place like in Langley than mm-hmm. it was to rent one. Yep. My mortgage was $600 or a rent was $1,200. So, <laughs> and my down payment, I think was like $5,000. Like it wasn't very much. Right. So, so then I dropped out because I couldn't get any money for school. <laughs> so. But you owned your own place. Uh, yes. Yeah. 400 square feet. Yes. Very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a way to start. Yeah. It was a good way to start. Yep. So when you went into marketing, did you have this idea of opening your store one day? Uh, no. No. I first went into the retirement home industry and I ran retirement homes and I started as like a marketing manager and then I became the GM of a retirement home and did that for six years. And then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Was it sad? Um, No, like I guess for a normal person it would like I just don't I don't know. I didn't find it too sad. Like, it's part of life, I guess. Yeah. But um, then it became very corporate because a big company bought the retirement home. And then all of a sudden, we went from, like, a company of, like, five homes to, like, a company of, like, 1,700 homes. And then wow. I was like, I'm only 26. I quit. And I just gave my notice the day that they announced it. And then went back to working at Dairy Queen, which I worked at the Dairy Queen here in Chilliwack. Did you? Yeah. Which one? I worked at the original one before they tore it down on Young or whatever where Yale fresh, it was on Yale right? Or, right Yale yeah where like that grocery store yeah where Blockbuster is uh, yeah and then, I remember going there and then I helped open the current one okay and the then, one that's on Young now yes yeah. that one's on Young yep. yeah and I worked there all through high school okay yep yeah and, and then I went to I worked so what year did you graduate high school 2007 okay Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And so you you worked at this retirement place. Yep. You gave your notice. You go back to Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. When does local space in Langley? When I was working at Dairy Queen, um, like for the second or millionth time, <laughs> um, I started doing their marketing, that sort of stuff. And then I started doing more corporate marketing for them. And then I realized I kind of I like doing that sort of stuff. So then I started my own business and then I got busy. So then... I left Dairy Queen again. 
but no one believe me. They always think I'm going to go back. Um, are they still thinking that's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. They are. <laughs> um, so then I started my own business and then I just started working from home. But then it got to the point where I needed to hire someone. And I was like, well, I can't hire someone to work at my house. That's a little weird. So then I start, got an office, not an office. It was like an office space, but it was a retail space with my friend that is a photographer. And they were like, well, let's sell some things in here and like help pay the rent. And then it kind of just grew from that. And then she left. So what was your company called, the, your marketing company at this time? Uh, it was called Lushamar Marketing and Events. Wow. Which means precious in Gaelic because my family is very Irish. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so what kind of things were you guys doing? Uh, lots of social media and website design. And okay. then like like in-house marketing events because like at the retirement home, that was my favorite thing. Like doing like these fun like Hawaiian days and St. Patrick's Day and just bringing people in and that sort of stuff. I like fun. a good theme event that you can dress up for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So do you have like lots of props and like party things that you have no, stored away? Not really. No? To be fair, for my first little while, my friend still worked at the retirement home and I would just borrow decorations <laughs> and then I'd bring it back. They, hey. they don't know that, but yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should tell this story, but uh, maybe I'll just keep people's names out of it. Um, it was a Alzheimer's uh, walkathon, mm-hmm. and uh, the people were doing like the whole little presentations from the front and stuff, just talking about how great this organization was. And um, the one person's just saying, hey, thanks so much for putting this all together. This is an event you'll never forget. <laughs> At an Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. He'll never live that day. Yeah. And like he re- he realized it right when he said it too. Because he's looking at everyone. And then the, all the uh, event uh, coordinators are staring at him like, did you really just say that? Because he was being honest. Like, it w- like he wasn't trying to make a joke. It was a good event. Yeah. You'll never forget it. Well, so. he probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we digress. <laughs> so you're doing all this stuff, uh, marketing, and mm-hmm. then what? When does local space come in? So when we opened up our space to have our office in and stuff, we called it the local space. That's why we used the word space, because she was doing photography, I was doing my marketing, and then we had a few things in there. And then, well, she has like three kids, and then she realized, well, I can't really be here that often. So then I took it over. And I don't know, I just kept on bringing more and more stuff in. And then it started to get busy, like, after a year. And then I So re- this is in Langley? This is in Langley. Whereabouts in Langley were you? Uh, like, two blocks from where we are right now. So still on Fraser Highway. Yeah. It was just more in a strip mall rather than, like, in the shopping district. Okay. So we drove most of our customers just from Instagram. Um and then it started to get busy and then I and someone told me that there was a space coming available like in downtown Langley, uh, which is on the the highway. <laughs> like I the, don't know. Fraser Highway. Air quotes on a audio podcast. I like it. Well, you understand it. <laughs> downtown Langley's like this one way yes. in Langley where you can only drive one way on the street and like it's where yep. There's a lot of Mexican restaurants. Right now. Lot, I love tacos, though, so it's yeah. perfect. <laughs> I love going to Toy Traders. Okay. Which is on 200th Street. Yep. Have you been in Toy Traders? N- no, but it's by HomeSense, and I like HomeSense. You, honestly, <laughs> Toy Traders is worth just one visit just okay. to see it in person. It's uh, it has lots of toys. 
yeah and collectibles and but it's it's more than that like he's got like the owners matthew purdy and he has like everything set up in there like these incredible displays and you'll go in there and you'll see stuff from your childhood and you'll be like i remember having that so i'll go in there soon just one one visit one visit and go in and i flew my drone in there so (laughs) i was doing a video with matthew and i suggested I fly my drone through his aisles and stuff, which looking back, I would never do that again because... Did you knock things off the shelves? Yeah, from the the wind from underneath the drone would like knock stuff off the shelves, but I never hit anything. I never... Mm. But my biggest fear was I was going to like go up into his giant displays and like just trash all these G.I. Joes. The all store doesn't crust. look that big, but you're making it seem like it's really big inside. It's huge. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like great next it's to the Princess blue and Auto. yellow... Oh, isn't it the blue and yellow building? Isn't it blue and yellow? Uh, no. Oh, I don't know what I'm thinking about then. It's right behind the dealership um, on 200th and Langley Bypass. Yeah, I'm not thinking There's about like the there. health food store. Yeah. Nature's Fair. Is that what it's called? It's right next to the train tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right next to that. Okay. Yeah. It's big. It's not near HomeSense for anyone that's listening. <laughs> Yeah, where's HomeSense? HomeSense is on uh, Highway 10 and 200th. Okay. It's like where chapters and milestones and like... No, it's kind of like kitty corner from that. Yeah, so behind the GMC dealership. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. right. There's like Chipotle is in like a parking lot Mm -hmm. around the corner, which I used to love going to Chipotle because we didn't really have very many Mexican choices here in Chilliwack. Mm -hmm. And now that doesn't seem like a problem anymore in Langley (laughs) or in Chilliwack there's three or four in Chilliwack at least oh there's like five by my store yeah and like (laughs) not even just mile (laughs) (laughs) not even just restaurants like grocery stores too yeah I because when I every Friday there's a lineup at that grocery store like down the block I don't know what's I need to go in there one day because there's every Friday there's a lineup it's so weird I've heard that some of them um will cook and serve food in the grocery store oh really yeah and so maybe they're making something special on Fridays and you're missing out on it. Maybe I should go in there. Yeah. So you're on the one way street in downtown Langley. Yep. Downtown Langley. Yeah. Um, how long have you been there now? Um, just over two years. We, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. December 1st, 2018, we moved into that location. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing around Chilliwack for about three years now. Um, and I don't even remember how I found you guys, um, but I've been following the local space for a while. Oh, that I'd, can be good or I've, bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun because I'm someone that um, I don't have a degree and I never went to school for what I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, which is similar to you. <laughs> and uh, just kind of throwing myself in there. And so just watching your story a little bit from a distance has been cool to see that um, you just kind of went we, for it. Yeah. We like to wing things. I feel like that's our way of doing business. Go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. It works. So you're in this space and you're doing marketing and you're taking it over. Mm -hmm. What, uh, when was that that transition where you're like, I'm going to bring in all these products and start selling them from this space? Like, so I used to run, uh, this Facebook group called the Fraser Valley boss ladies. Uh, which the boss ladies is still around, right? Uh, yeah, but I sold it last okay. year because it, it was just too much work with the store. Right. Um, so a lot of them were always like, I can never find a store that will take my product in. So that's kind of how it started with these people reaching out and be like, do you think you would try selling it on consignment in the store and that sort or in our space? Mm-hmm. So then I we just started doing a little bit 
and then more and more. And then we were still not doing a ton in our old location. But then December 1st, 2018 is like when everything kind of like it was like a real store now. Right. And like I have to take it like I just signed a new lease. I got to take this serious now. Like it's time to like make it as a real business. Okay. Yeah. And what were you thinking at the time? Were you just like, all right, let's just go with it? Or were you freaking out going? Oh, I don't, I stress in me. Like, I don't know. I just like see what happens. Okay. I feel like my husband was stressed at the time. He was not my husband. Okay. Uh, we got married like 20 days after I opened that new store. It was a really <laughs> good idea. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, it, it wasn't stressful at all opening a new store, was it? No. I feel like I felt more stress opening the Chilliwack store than I did the Langley store. Okay. But I think it's because, like, I had to spend a lot of money to build that one. And the Langley store, I just bought some shelves from Ikea and threw some <laughs> white paint on the wall and called it a day. Yeah. So there was no investment into building the Langley store. Where Chilliwack, there was actual, like, an investment, I guess. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, like, a real lease. So let's talk about that. You're set up in Langley. Yeah. Um, how did you come to know about the downtown location that it was available? Did you want to come out here already or? I've ever since we've been doing well in Langley, I'm always like, well, it'd be cool to open a place in my like hometown. And I knew about the Chilliwack location because when we were doing our 10 year grad reunion planning, Sam Waddington lived above, like lived in the old apartments and we went there to have like a meeting for our grad like planning event for our 10 year reunion and he's like yeah i have to move out soon because they're making these into storefronts and then he's like you should try to get in i'm like that's kind of like where it started really i was like oh well we'll see how it looks and then it looked cute and i was like oh that looks like fun yeah mm-hmm. so did you reach out to alger brothers then mm-hmm. okay and just said i want a store i was like yeah I don't know. I was like, is there any locations left? And they're like, you're, you would be perfect. I was like, okay. And it's funny because it um, I follow the development quite, I followed it quite a bit from start to finish. I have a time-lapse camera that, or time-lapse cameras that are taking photos of it. Um, so I've seen it from ground one, ground zero, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I remember getting a tour of it as they were ripping these buildings apart and uh, talking with them and asking who was going to come in downtown. Because there's already rumor that Fieldhouse was going to come down. Uh, there was rumor that Old Yale Brewing was going to be there too. And uh, and so I got talking with them and I said, who do you have? And they're like, oh, well, there's a place in Langley that we're, uh, we're going to have come in. But we don't really want to announce anything yet because they're trying to keep it all hush-hush. I feel like I was the last one to commit. Okay. At the very end. But I remember saying to them, I'm like, are you talking about the local space? <laughs> and John turned and looked at me. And he's like, how did you know that? I'm like, I've been following them for a long time. And he's like, yeah, they're a great fit for down. I'm like, absolutely. Like, so it was pretty cool hearing that. That uh, So now hearing your side of it, why, how you got to. Yeah. So I, I went back and forth with them for like months. I couldn't commit. Right. Yeah. It was just a big undertaking. And I didn't really know how Chilliwack would respond respond to it because they're not used to all these stores in downtown Chilliwack and of course downtown Chilliwack has had like this reputation ever since like I was even here and like lots of people don't like walking around in downtown Chilliwack and like are people actually going to come shopping in downtown Chilliwack so it was like taking that risk yeah yeah so before you committed did you start walking around downtown to see what no no 
I hadn't even seen how much work they had done because I never like my parents still live in Bridal Falls, so I never yeah. even really came into like this side of Chilliwack very often. Like I'd meet some of my friends and we'd like go to Frankie's or something in Sardis, so I yeah. wasn't coming into. So let's the check this one off the list. One of the things that I said to Megan is like <laughs> I like to talk about on the podcast is where you go for lunch. She's not an overly Chilliwack visitor yet. <laughs> You, I'm working on it, but it's but hard. But you've gone to Frankie's. I have. It's, so there, I that's think your it's place hard to go. because I, my friends that I still have here in Chilliwack, I can't even go hang out with them right now because yeah. of COVID. So like, I haven't explored much because I'm not going to just like I go to the Bricklayer and drink by myself, but I can't just go to these random places and drink Brick by Lair's myself. Bricklayer is fantastic, though. I know. They're, so they're going to be on the podcast. That's good. Because um, they similar sort of story, and I'll get into it with them. Uh, on their episode but they just kind of went he chris was a home brewer part of the 10 corners home brewing Mm -hmm. and had a chance to sign up for a class to uh yeah they did some insta stories about it yeah yeah and so it was just like they kind of went well you want to do this and it was like okay (laughs) same sort of thing as you like yeah opportunity arises you you just just wing it it. yeah (laughs) did you ever go ice skating on the roof next to sam's apartment no yeah, he got a lot of flack for that. I saw pictures of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I I am a hockey player. I'm comfortable on skates, but I'd be terrified to like... I feel like I'd fall off the building, that's, so it's probably yeah. good that I wasn't invited. <laughs> but it would be cool. You can say you skated on a roof. Yeah, I guess so. And yeah. then fell off well, the roof. You wouldn't be able to tell that story. <laughs> So you don't even like walk around downtown Chilliwack to get like a sense of it or anything. You just knew that it was coming. I saw photos. So then I signed the lease. <laughs> I gave it to my lawyer first to make sure it was okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's smart. Yeah. So it was a what? One year, two year lease kind of thing? Like How long five. Five. Yeah. Wow. So it's a commitment. <laughs> it, was, it was a commitment. It was yeah. like longer than I've been in Langley. So yeah. yeah, it was a commitment. I didn't see anything. Randomly, people would send me a photo they were walking by and I'm like oh that's what it looks like it looks cool but like yeah no I didn't really what about during the construction did you come down and like get a preview of your store space or uh once because they needed to take photos of me in the construction zone for their marketing did you do any of the videos that they were doing as well I can't remember if you did or not no I don't think so no no I think you'd remember yeah. if they filmed something I don't know yeah. uh no because I signed up like at the very the very end so yeah yeah, but I came once during construction. Other than that, I just relied on other people and they randomly sent me photos and then I would share them. But <laughs> That's awesome. It, it's like an hour drive just to come see. Oh, I know. Just a, I can't do anything. Yeah. Like now I come out like every week. Yeah. A couple times a week. So do you have like a store manager that runs everything here for you? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Her name's Nicole. Nicole. And I also graduated with her. <laughs> Is she from the Just Add Wine mm-hmm. Instagram? Mm-hmm. All right. See, things are connecting. There you go. Um, the, I was out with my daughter at Bricklayer with all my kids, actually, and I got talking with Megan there. Uh, do you know Megan? The, uh, yeah, okay. the wife. Yes. The owner. Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter looks at me and she's like, everywhere we go, you know everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and like with so much sass, she's like, can't we go somewhere where you don't talk to people? <laughs> My husband gets like that when we're in Langley. I'm I was like, going to say, and if you keep coming out here, that's going to happen. It it gets awkward. Do, do you not find it awkward? Um, 
I have people that come into the store and they're like, it's like I can see a celebrity because I watch your stories every day on Instagram. I'm like, well, now I don't know what to say to you because now I feel awkward. <laughs> I've had that a few times, like, because if, uh, if you follow around Chilliwack, I'm not on there very much at all. Why not? Um, Because I want to build it up so that I can eventually sell it one day. And I I don't want it to be centralized around me. I want it to be centralized around the brand and making Chilliwack the main character Mm -hmm. of the story. Um, So I'll occasionally hop on there. I was doing these um, one minute videos asking people five questions, sort of rapid fire questions. And I did a bunch of those and um, called people around Chilliwack, which Michael, who works here at Cowork, he came up with that name, people around Chilliwack, which mm-hmm. I thought was smart, way smarter than me. And uh, <laughs> But then people would like, I'd walk by them on the street and they'd be like, hey, you're that guy from around Chilliwack. And it was creepy. Mm-hmm. But I'll, at the same time, I'm the one that put it out there. I let everyone see it on the internet. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I know. I'm at fault. Yeah. I share a lot on Instagram. So like... Yeah, I've been following you for a while. <laughs> and you're very... Uh, I have no secrets. Yeah. <laughs> it's all out there. But people seem to like that. And I think that's why um, a lot of them had started following the local space in the first place before we got to like the stage that we're at now is because they liked seeing who was actually behind the brand and like people tell me I'm funny so I was like okay if you think I'm funny that's cool do you think you're funny um no because my like real life friends and like husband they're like you're not funny so maybe I'm just cooler on Instagram than I am in real life (laughs) I I don't when people ask you that question if you think you're funny that's kind of my response to I think I'm funny I know that I can make I people I do, laugh. I do funny things. I right. don't necessarily think I'm a, I can't tell a joke. No? No. I always forget jokes. <laughs> people tell me them. I think they're hilarious. And I always try and be like, oh, I'm going to remember that one. That was a good one. And then it's, because I remember my grandpa when I was a kid, every day I'd see him. I felt like he had a new joke to tell me. Hmm. So I don't know if he like just read it in the newspaper that day and tell me here. My grandpa wasn't funny. No? He was a very serious doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. See, my grandpa was, uh, the, I love slapstick comedy, and it was because of him. So, I don't know what that means. Where, like, people hurt themselves when you laugh at them. Oh. Like, Dumb and Dumber is slapstick comedy. Do you like Dumb and Dumber? No. No? Not really my thing. I just don't really like watching stupid people. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, my, like, guilty pleasure would be, like, watching Jackass. Ah. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't watch it as much anymore because I don't think they even make it anymore. But, uh, but then I started like that watching Fail Army YouTube say, channel. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. they're pretty funny, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can only watch like one or two, mm-hmm. and then it gets pretty redundant. Yeah, but and why is it always like in Russia? They're crazy, <laughs> especially like there'll be like a car accident. There's always a car accident in like a Russian fail army video. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like people in like mascot uniforms or animal costumes come out of the car. And I don't get it. I don't know what they're doing over there. So They're drinking vodka. <laughs> Staying warm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go back to the, the local space. <laughs> um, I, I go off on tangents. So I'm glad that you uh, are happy to join along. Um, what do you sell? What do you sell in the local space here in Chilliwack? Anything that's Canadian. 
Mm. Um, so clothing, bath and body products, accessories, gifty items. That sort of, it's like a gift shop. I've bought a few things from you. That are Canadian. Well, Online. thank you. Yeah. Online, eh? Yeah. Well, it saved me the drive from going out to Langley because it's an hour. Oh, I see. Before we opened here in Chilliwack. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, to be honest, I haven't been in your store in Chilliwack. <laughs> what <yet>. the heck? <laughs> I've been in the one in Langley. Uh, so you don't even get here. it. The Chilliwack store is like amazing. I'm embarrassed of the Langley store <laughs> now that the Chilliwack store is built. I've looked at it from outside, <laughs> so I'm not much different than you. <laughs> Um, I haven't even been in Bowenstern yet, which I love Bowenstern in Abbotsford. It's delicious. It is. Um, their fish tacos are one of my favorites. Um, but then just even getting uh, oysters. Like, I love doing oysters. So, do you like oysters? No. <laughs> I just, yeah, the look on Megan's face right there, I wish everyone could see it. Like, she's like immediately repulsed. Yeah, like, let's eat some raw, I don't know. So, Tim, who owns Cowork, who's sitting right around the corner there, um, the first time I had oysters, I was in New Orleans with him. Uh, we were down there for a conference doing some filming and stuff. And uh, Tim is a vegetarian, um, changed his diet habit uh, a while ago, and uh, became a vegetarian. And he said to me on that trip, he's like, one of my rules is I will not eat anything that has a face. Well, like, oysters okay. don't have a face. <laughs> well, yeah. So then I was so excited to get oysters in New Orleans because their seafood down there is phenomenal. And uh, we get the oysters, and I'm like, Tim, <laughs> you can eat an oyster. Uh, it doesn't have a face. And he's like, no, that's just disgusting. <laughs> so It's so slimy. It's so good, though. Add some hot sauce and lemon juice on there or, like, some seafood sauce. and Yeah, yeah I'll pass. <laughs> and it's weird, too, eating it out of the shell because, like, sometimes you get, like, pieces of shell in it, and that's kind of gross. sand. So. Well, it's gritty. Yeah. Yep. Nope. So. Anyways, Balanstern's fantastic. I like that they're, they're, they have the best fish and chips and their clam chowder. Chowder. Mm, so good. Yeah. Is that ref, the Simpsons reference there? Chowder? No, no but okay. I, I actually like their clam chowder. It's yeah. good. Okay. And I'm lactose intolerant and I still eat it. You still, yeah. You just pay the price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's worth know. it. Um, but yeah, I need to go into uh, Spruce Collective and your store. Um, I've taken photos from outside of Spruce Collective and then posted them on around Chilliwack. So, uh, so you're like a fake Instagram person. Like you just pretend to like do all these things, but you just take awful. you take photos and actually don't go I inside. Don't actually, no, I actually do. <laughs> um, but it's when I have my kids with me. I have three kids um, with these rules of like how many people are allowed in spaces and stuff. It it becomes tough, um, and I also. We're there just to browse usually because mm-hmm. my kids are, they don't, there's nothing in there that they'll want to buy. Maybe my daughter, if she doesn't have her older brothers there to watch over her every move, but uh, um, I want to be able to go in and actually browse Look. and buy. Mm. I have these shot glasses from Spruce, Spruce Collective in Abbotsford. Um, I take them whenever we go golfing and on them it says, it has like a nice little canvas bag and on the when you line the glasses up, it says, uh, may the bridges I burn light the way, which I think is a fantastic saying to, uh, drinking alcohol with your friends on the golf course. So I didn't know people did shots on the golf course. <laughs> I've never gone golfing though. Well, I went golfing once. The, and you didn't take shots when you went golfing? Like a shot 
No, no, like <laughs> alcohol shots. No. Did you go golfing? I don't know. <laughs> Did you drink beer at least? Yeah. Okay. I always drink beer though. <laughs> okay. But no, I, I play baseball, so. Yeah. And you drink work. beer when you play baseball? Yeah, but like swinging a golf club and me when I play baseball just didn't work. I, they were no. getting annoyed with me. I was like, I quit. Yeah, okay. And then I just drank for the rest of the time and they play golf. And did you drive the cart or did you just walk along? No, I sat in the passenger side and just drank. Oh, that's even better. I know. <laughs> it's just an easy day then. It was. Uh, we do a thing called birdie juice. Uh, so if you get a birdie, then we take shots. So yeah. I don't know what that means, but cool. That's okay. Cool. It's <laughs> all good. When you said birdie, I just think of the little thing you used to play tennis with. Isn't that a birdie? That is. Ah. Yeah. Not tennis. <laughs> Badminton. Sports. <laughs> Go sports. Okay, so aside from the local space, mm-hmm. and um, when you're sitting there judging me for my uh, <laughs> fake Instagramming, <laughs> and me, I was thinking about me not being on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, or at least on around Chilliwack. Um, you also do something other than the local space. You also have a, another side hustle that you do, do like coaching, mentoring. Uh. Sure. Tell me about <laughs> Sure. I just have like my personal Instagram account where yeah. like a lot of people have reached out to me like wanting to take me for coffee, but really they just wanted like information. Yeah. And yeah. then it just got to the point where like, well, no, you people need to pay me for my time. Yeah. Um. So now I just do like one off like business coaching. I call it brainstorming sessions where you can ask questions and sometimes you'll get advice you don't want. Right. Uh, because... Sometimes people have these wonderful business ideas that maybe aren't good or like they need a little bit of tweaking. And we go do them in random breweries in Langley. Really? Yes. We drink a beer and we talk about business. So similar to like what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't have an office right now. I have my house and I'm not going to invite people to my house. So (laughs) we usually go to a brewery and like a couple of the breweries like know me. So how does that work? How do you how do you charge for that time? Because this is the other thing I noticed uh, that you'll talk about is like the value of your time and services that you offer. Yeah. Um, like. Um, I just came up with like a rate for myself. Yeah. So I charge $97 an hour because it looked prettier than $100 an hour. <laughs> um, it's more enticing. Um, now, did you learn that in school or is this just a, a rate number that you came up with thinking this is what's going to work? I more figured it out, like, what is the least amount of money that I would want to make, like, for myself in an hour? And then minus all those taxes and stuff I have to give to the government and minus the cost of my beer, I'll probably have two beers in one hour. So, like, that's how, how that was my formula for coming up with this cost. <laughs> I like it. Um. So, yeah, that's just kind of... I didn't realize it was going to be as popular as it was. So how many do you take on at a time? I usually do, like I'll do it twice a month and I'll do it back to back. It's it's not always the smartest idea. So I usually do it for like five hours. So then you have four beers over two. <laughs> how many hours? I usually do it for like five hours. So you've had 10 beers. But it's, it's at farm country and they're used to me being drunk, so it's okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so it's okay. Um, but what does that fifth person think when they show up and you're like already eight beers in? I can handle my beers quite well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I bet you probably have better advice when you get to your fifth. It's not as filtered. <laughs> I'm more honest. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they're drinking too, so it's okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, and I like, like that. They know what they signed up. It's not like a random person like goes and finds my website. It's right. someone that is already following me and like knows my sense of humor and like knows who I am and like they chose to like Right. Like want to do this. Yeah. So and it's I like doing these sessions like January through like March. Yeah. April. Yeah. Because it's really dead in retail and I still need to pay my mortgage. So like it's <laughs> it helps me make up for it's that. It's true though. For that time because January is very, very quiet and very depressing when you like log on to your store. I was like, oh, yeah. how am I going to pay rent this month? So yeah, yeah we ha- I had to come up with something. Um, just knowing like small businesses here in Chilliwack, like they go through Jan- or December, things are fantastic. They can barely keep up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like New Year's Day hits. Yeah. And- it's just like holy crap what i'm just finding happened? this year is like worse than other years i'm thinking because of also because of covid as well i'm thinking is contributing to it but it's like the 27th of december hit and like everyone like went into hibernation mode right i was like you guys are supposed to be hibernating this whole time yeah but like where are you now like yeah. it's so quiet yeah mm-hmm. it's uh it's scary because like even um i was in uh a couple stores yesterday. I actually went into them. Mm, I didn't take any I'm photos. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, but like their shelves are empty. Like they're they're having a hard time even just bringing in products. They're, like everybody's having a hard time bringing in products because mm-hmm. of all this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's nobody in there too. Yeah. So it's tough. Like it's so it makes sense that you're doing this thing on the mm-hmm. side. And so what uh, what's going forward with uh, the local space what can we expect in the next uh couple months here uh we're gonna get more stuff in <laughs> and i just hired a marketing manager Ooh, i know like that's a big deal that is that was very scary you know it's a really good idea hiring a full-time salary employee the month that you get no sales it's <laughs> a really good idea yeah that's but um, hopefully it'll help drive more sales <laughs> Well, that's the point. Right? Yeah. Uh, but now it's like just getting her set up and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to be planning like more. I don't know. One day we'll have like a grand opening event um, and just more fun things. I don't know how long you've been following the local space, but I used to do this thing called Tipsy Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We might bring that back, but like once once a month. I'm not doing that every Tuesday. That's bad for my liver. Um, but yeah, we had fun doing those Tipsy Tuesdays and so a lot of people. I like, have friends that uh, do like dry months. So mm-hmm. there a lot of people are doing like this dry January. Yeah. Um, which I I don't understand. I'll wait until I get pregnant and I have to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> But the thing is, like, once February 1st hits, I know what's going to happen. He's going to make up for 30 days of not drinking. It's not even a full month. Like, he's drinking. Do you dry February? I have another friend that's doing dry February. That's because it's the shortest month of the year. Yeah. I have other friends that do uh, semi sober October. That's a fun name. Yeah. But again, so they don't drink for four or five days, and then Saturday hits. And they just, (laughs) they make up for the days that they didn't drink. I just feel like COVID is really hard for our bars and our restaurants. And we need to be contributing to the economy and helping them by drinking their alcohol. Yeah. I've been telling people this. They're like, well, I don't want to go to the bar because of COVID. 
fair enough. I understand where you're coming from for health reasons. But I tell them too, if nobody shows up, if everyone has that same attitude, they're not going to be here when this is over with. Mm-hmm. So order takeout and uh, pick up a case of beer on the way home, right? Like, yep. But I think restaurants and bars are doing a fantastic job of keeping everyone safe. So mm-hmm. I prefer to go to happy hour. and. I just like the environment and like, I'm not going to go. S- it's. It's more acceptable to drink by yourself at the bar than it is to drink by yourself at home. Is it? Because you can talk to the bartender so you're not actually alone. Yeah, we've had this conversation uh, where we've said that you're, you're not drinking alone because you're talking to the bartender. Mm-hmm. And they're pouring drinks for you. Yeah. So, Okay, I'm glad somebody else feels the same way. <laughs> my go-to place, though, is uh, Major Leagues. I'll grab my laptop and go and sit at the end of the bar. And I'll work during happy hour. Because do I want to spend $4 on a coffee at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Or do I want to spend $4 on a beer at a bar? Not very many coffee shops let you sit in it yet. At least not in Langley. Not here either. Okay. So the breweries, bars, they let you work there. So I'd rather have a beer, drink, and work on my laptop. It works. It does. And we're contributing to the economy. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. Business talk. Yep. Your local space stuff. How do you, you were breaking down like an equation basically for how you charge for things. Equation? Yeah. Local space like, stuff or my co- coaching? It might have been your coaching too, but I think you were also talking about local space. Oh, for vendors. Oh, you're talking about like on my personal Insta stories. Yeah. Because you were talking about, because I work with uh, Britt at Blossom Floral Design. If hey, you need mess- flowers. I know. She messaged me on Instagram being like, Did she? Yeah. She okay. said that you said that. We should meet or something like that. Okay. Remember. It was this morning. She is. Okay, good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I told her, I was talking with her yesterday and was telling her that you were on the podcast, um, which you normally say no to being on podcasts. I know. So why did you say yes to this one when we don't know each other? We've okay, never to met. to be fair, like I'm really, I don't know what to do with myself right now because I'm used to having all these projects on the go and like now the Chilliwack store is open, Langley's fine. Like what am I supposed to do? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So now I'm here. So you kill an hour, get to yeah. drink White Claw. Yeah, and, there we go. Yeah. Um, anyways, Britt, I've talked with Britt about her business um, quite a bit. And so like the way she brings flowers in and how she charges for them. Because one of the things that people don't understand is like um, cost of inventory, the markup, why you have that markup. Um, anything from like paying for lights to pencils to office chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Britt's case, like she has to factor in like flowers that she ends up having to f- throw away at the end of the week because mm-hmm. she didn't sell them. Um, so it's really interesting with her product because it's it's got a time limit on mm-hmm. it. Um, but anyways, you were posting about how you have this equation for like throwing things in for like your time, your employees, like how you factor that in. So tell me about so that. So that was not actually for me. That was for like brands that sell in the store. Okay. Because a lot of people don't understand that like when they sell in a store, that like you have to sell them at wholesale. They think that a lot of brands think that they can just sell to a store with the price that they sell to customers. Right. And then, but how's the store supposed to make money? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so a lot so, of brands like, their don't website says 1995 for X. Mm-hmm. And they go to you and say, well, it's 1995. Yeah. Like I know like yeah. it shouldn't people shouldn't think that, but a lot of people So why just are don't, they in business then? I don't because they are only used some brands aren't meant to sell wholesale. Some of them don't have the margins to do so right. or they didn't set their business up from the very beginning to sell wholesale. So like when you're starting a product-based business, you should set up your business so that you're wholesale because 
when you get to the spot where you can sell wholesale to lots of places, you don't have to work as much. You're just selling like a thousand of something to a store and then the store goes and sells it. Right. So like I always say, you have to take your product and your time and like all your materials Add it all together. Like you actually have to pay attention to how long it takes you to make something. You can't just like make up a price yeah. and then times that by two, and then that's your two. wholesale. So two price. is your number. Yeah. So you times that by two, and then that's your wholesale price. Right. So that's what you sell it for wholesale to whatever stores, and then you times the wholesale price by two, and that should be what your retail price is. Okay. Interesting. But you always need to make sure that you're charging for your time. So many of them do not charge for their time. Yeah. And uh, I'm self-employed, you're self-employed. Like your time is, that's probably your most valuable asset. Like how mad would you be if you were like working at, I don't know, McDonald's and like you don't get paid an hourly rate? Like you should be making money. Yeah, I hope, hope I don't have to go back to working at McDonald's. Not that I ever worked there, but anyways, you exactly. Any, any sort of job. Hourly rate. Yeah, any you sort of job, you should be making a wage. And you need to make sure it's a wage that you feel comfortable living at. Yeah. Don't just make a product for the sake of selling it. Yeah. Because like you're going to get sick of making it for $0 pretty quick. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, that guy back there, Tim, him and I have talked about, um, uh, now I'm drawing a blank, uh, basically about the, the time and money that you make. And he, he can hear me right now, so I know that he can uh, judge what I'm saying. And he's, I'm really hoping he'll yell it across the room. Um, but basically, like, if you cap out at $25 an hour, you can only work how many hours in a week? Mm-hmm. Tim, what's the phrasing for this? I don't know. <laughs> so you value, not your time. Yeah, something like that. He had a phrase for it, and now I've totally forgotten it. But, like, I have friends that... Um, started up their own business and they're working like 60 or 80 hours a week um, and charging 25 or $30 an hour and not making enough money for the time. And people need to remember like, yeah, you're charging $25 an hour, but what about your taxes and all that sort of stuff? Like you still have to pay those things. Maybe at the beginning you're not, you're not, but like hopefully you will be one day yeah so like you need to set your business up from the very beginning to be doing all these things and actually think about how much money do you want to make to live the way that you want to live and i live in langley and it's expensive yeah. so like i had to make sure that it's set up a way that well, i could when you're going out for tacos every day i don't go for tacos every day i go for beer every day okay. not tacos okay sometimes beers with the tacos no, because I usually just go to breweries, and not oh, okay. a lot of them have talk. Well, I know Fieldhouse does. They do. I haven't but, had them yet. But we don't have one of those in Langley, and I try to drink as close to my house as possible. Yeah, it's a good idea. It is. Yeah. It works. Um, but also, like, why would you want to work 60 or 80 hours a week? That's, I don't know. I did for the first couple of years. Yeah. I feel like everyone does for the first couple of years. Yeah. Um, so my main business is I do advertising before movies. Uh, so I work with independent uh, theaters in BC and Alberta. It's a fantastic time to be uh, running that business right now with every single theater closed down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then even before this, it was all limited capacity and showing old movies. There was no mm-hmm. movies, new movies coming out. Um, anyways, I spent years driving around the province. Um, I know 
all the highways in this province, a little bit in Alberta, inside it out, to the point that um, the show um, Highway Through Hell, it's on Discovery Channel, um, they'd be driving, and I could tell you exactly where they were on the highway because I've driven past it so many times. Um, so yeah, I, I loaded up on hours driven and hours work to set up this theater business. But um, at the end, like, well, before COVID, um, where I could work 10, 20 hours and start things on the side, like around Chilliwack. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think people should aim to get to that point where you don't have to work as much and still get paid mm-hmm. the wage that you want to get paid. Yeah. Like when I first started, I wanted to have a business that I can work from home so that I can have kids and like work from home with having kids. And then That's... I opened up two stores where I am never home. So yeah, <laughs> it took a different route and no kids. Yeah. But you could circle back. <laughs> uh, we'll see the amount yeah. of times that I'm driving back and forth between Langley and Chilliwack. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't a lot of working at home. No. That's okay. Yeah. I like to drive. I like to max out my kilometers on my lease six months in. <laughs> It works. So you went with a lease instead of a purchase. So that's, I can write that off. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, I'm not very good at taking care of cars, and then I give it back every three years, and I get a new one. Oh, there you go. Mm. The one thing I love being self-employed is that all my friends that have regular jobs, they think that I can just write everything off. Because, mm-hmm. like, we'll go out for drinks or dinner or whatever, and they're like, well, just write it off. Can't you just, like, pay for it and write it off? Like, well, you, the money still has to come from somewhere. Yeah, people think write-off means, like, you just don't have to pay for it. Yeah. I was like, well, the income still has to be there to write it off with. Yeah. Like I put it on my credit card. I still have to pay that credit card off <laughs> with money that's coming from mm-hmm. somewhere that I found. So yeah. money you found. Yeah. That's what I say all the time. I'm like, you got to find it. Yeah. If you're not making enough money, you got to go find more. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people just don't understand that. No. No. Sorry. We don't get a regular paycheck. Nope. 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 Um, yeah, and then the other thing I told them, my friends too, is like, say you and I went out for a lunch meeting, we can only write off fifty percent of that lunch mm-hmm. meeting, and they go, "Well, no, you can't." <laughs> like, but yeah. you can write off one hundred percent of gift cards. Yeah, <laughs> look <laughs> down in the little <laughs> loopholes, but it's true. Like, they just don't know. They're like, "Well, no, you can write the whole thing off." I'm like, "No, the government has stated this is what you can allocate for stuff like this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, local space in Chilliwack, what else do you guys have that, uh, that I can expect on my visit there? Some very inappropriate I will go items. And take, I will go and take photos. I, I'll even bring my real camera. Oh, there's like stickers on the floor. Like, so you, you can stay safe for yeah. COVID. Okay. Yeah. It, no, I'm not worried about that for yeah. myself. No, but um, it like tells you to keep your effing space and stuff. So like, I feel like I might've like given Chilliwack a little surprise when we opened up here. We have some very inappropriate items in the store. Nice. Well, I don't know if it, I don't find it inappropriate, but some people might find it inappropriate. Um, you have a notepad that uh, I had bought and that says uh, get shit done on it. Mm-hmm. I love those things. Yeah. And that's, that's like just the calmest thing we got. I know. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you like that, mm-hmm. then there's a whole lot more of that. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. Like our best selling t-shirt says, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like that's the type of stuff we sell. But we sell like things that just say like blonde or brunette or like grandma with like a heart and stuff. We got cute little sweet things too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Usually the inappropriate things I've personally designed. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get into that then? Like it was just, you just. 
I just feel like I just have a little bit of a cheeky personality. And yeah, we kind of picked up on that. <laughs> and we just didn't, there wasn't a lot of options out there. Okay. Um, or not a lot of local, like, Canadian options. So then I just started reaching out to brands that already make stuff, because I don't want to make it. Right. And be like, will you make this for me and then they usually were like yeah sure i was like cool so i don't i just tell them kind of like what we would like on it and then they'll come up with a design because i'm not a graphic designer okay i can canva something for you but like <laughs> that's not proper <laughs> so that's interesting you're not a graphic designer but you're a marketer yeah like i can use canva yeah but everyone can use canva no but it's just interesting like um people hear that I'm in advertising and marketing Mm -hmm. so they automatically assume I do like graphic design like logo design I feel like I'm more business oriented than I am like art okay (laughs) creative oriented yeah like I can have like an idea but I don't know how to make it look good and like the amount of time it's going to take me to like come up with something and look good I might as well just pay someone that does it right right it's my time can be better spent elsewhere right than theirs yeah all right, Megan. This is uh, this has been a lot of fun. You're uh, a riot. Is there anything else? <laughs> yeah, you are. You crack me up. I want to be that fifth person on the uh, the consultant day of uh, hanging out at the brewery. We can just not talk about business. We can just drink beer. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Is we probably wouldn't end up talking about business. Yeah. But the one thing um, we just talked about doing this podcast on Saturday. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I emailed you back at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> And I messaged you like late at night too. And uh, so it made me laugh because I'm sitting there on my laptop and phone while the kids are watching a movie, uh, working on stuff. And I message, I saw some of your Insta stories and I'm like, you know what? This would be really good to get you on the podcast because you are going to be the start of a new series, mini series that I'm going to do through the Around Chilliwack podcast, um, Business Women in Chilliwack. And Ooh. so you're the kickoff for it. Cool, thanks. So Britt from Blossom, who you're, I'm hoping you'll, be able to connect with her because she's awesome she's we, crazy. we chat on instagram all the time i just don't think we've ever personally met oh you should go into her store it's in better sardis yeah, yeah it's across the street from frankie's oh so you happy know hour frankie's. and then go buy some flowers or buy some flowers and then go to happy hour and then i don't know or but i feel like after happy hour you're more likely to spend more probably yeah she'll probably even join you for happy hour there you go yeah (laughs) so anyways um go into her store uh she's gonna be on the podcast um i'm gonna get shannon from club xo or xo studios uh spin class um which i saw that you have a spin bike now thanks Mm -hmm. to see i know all everything about your life now (laughs) um but spin i love spin class do you yeah i was doing it a lot um until like three months ago dang covid yeah i miss it a lot Um, but shannon's nuts if you ever want to meet someone that's like a crazy businesswoman that's shannon cool yeah so once they open up again they're inside the coliseum Mm -hmm. and uh yeah cool it's good and now we're getting some feedback on can you hear that at all nope okay it's just me (laughs) the headphone i think it's just a headphone jack anyways cool we're we're done. Okay. I think. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks and, for having uh, me. I hope that uh, we can do some other work together. Sounds good. Or just drink beer. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> You're welcome.